Been a minute. Mic check, mic check. More the Masters Podcast, your main of course. How I want to start this off, man. Mellow. Mellow doubt. Let's start this off nice and mellow. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can't even. I want to start it like that, but I can't. St- Yo, I'm a smooth guy, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm a smooth guy. Why am I so smooth? I don't know. I can't tell you that. You know? Um, Now, nah, we're going to go ahead and start it. I'm sorry. We got to start it. Let's go. Come on. Hey. Hey. Let's start it off. Come on. Talk to me, baby. You know it, baby. Sing it. What you know about this, man? Whispering Whisper in my ear, baby. I like that. <laughs> my magic Masters Podcast, host me, of course. How y'all doing out there, man? It's been a minute. Like this no more, man. They don't make it like this no more. It's just soothing. They put this on and go. They put this song on and just go. Like you can just drive whatever you drive, and this song will get you there. Look, man. Hold on, let me stop that right. More Masters podcast, whole main of course. Um, how y'all doing, man? It's been a minute. Been a good little minute. Uh, I want to talk to y'all about a few things. You know, uh, I got a few things I've been working on in the works. I know I've been. Not putting out a lot of the audio lately, but y'all been seeing the videos and different uh things and different avenues that I've been uh putting my 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 content on. I feel like I've still been very heavily on like Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, just with clips and snippets and things I've been doing, which we won't get into in just a second. So I want to say, you know, shout out to all the supporters, uh, all the listeners, all the fans, all the working people that's working right now, people that's out of work, still supporting all the uh, single moms, all the moms that aren't single, all the beautiful, strong black women, all the strong black men, the real men. Um, shout out to all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Everybody black. I'm rooting for you, of course. Um, so, yeah, I want to get into a few things, man. So, first off, uh, welcome back to More Masters Podcast. I'm going to try to put out some more audios uh, weekly again. I know I abandoned that for a little while, but I didn't know if Corona would be around this damn long. Um, but... Take it from me, man. Don't listen to the government. Okay, okay. They said it'd be going by a certain time. It hasn't been going by that time. So, um, this is not the first time the government has told us something that wasn't. It didn't come to fruition. So, that's all I can say about that. Um, one of the first things I want to jump into though is uh, passion, passion, passion. I want to talk about passion real quick. Uh, I started that song over that. Uh, you know, free by uh, Denise Williams because for one, one of my favorite songs. It's very soothing. Um, I'm a very uh, moody person. When I say moody, I don't mean switching moods. Just I like to set the mood for how I feel at that time. Sometimes I get off work, been at work 10, 12 hours. I might just throw that on and just drive, not go straight home, just drive around, cruise for a minute, just to get my mind right so that I don't take my day with me home. 
You know, like you had a long day, very bad day, stressful day. Throw that song on. You just kind of chill out, vibe out, relax. I don't smoke, you know, I don't drink. So I can't do that. But just vibe out, relax, drive. You just kind of just, you know, think about life and and, and just kind of play your day back, your days back, you know. And, and just you just kind of groove, man. You groove and you be smooth. And by the time I get home, I'm I'm good. I'm free. <laughs> no pun intended. So with that being said, um, passion um just just the passion like podcasting is something that uh i'm very very passionate about of course i I like i like doing it but i like doing it right more that's for anything you know anybody that knows me um i like to do do things but i like to do things right so if you know me and our relationship is uh strictly business i like doing business with people but i like doing it right you know podcasting i like podcasting i like doing it right my kids, I like being around my kids. I like parenting correctly, right? You know, um, anything I want to do, I want to do it the right way. I'm very big on not disrespecting any kind of culture. You know, podcast culture right now um, is very, it's, it's highly, it's highly disrespected right now. Be, be honest with you, but we'll get into that later. Um, and I want to, I, I like to, I like to respect the culture, respect anything I'm doing. I mean, just anything from sexually. Like, I love that. <laughs> I love to have sex. You know what I'm saying? But I prefer doing it right before anything, you know what I'm saying? Um, anything dealing with art, I want to do it right. And, you know, sex is art, but that's about nothing. I'm not getting to that. Um, so with that being said, when I took that step back, I still was doing podcasts because you have um, people in the area that, that, that do podcasts that I'm very cool with. Um, I had a little tour where I did other people's podcasts. I did um, Conversation with Mo. We did a Father's Day podcast. I did a uh, conversation with lamp we did a podcast just on me which is very very dope i did um valencia uh you know and her podcast as style studio podcast um that was actually a very 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 dope podcast by the way because um i just felt like it was prepared for me you know it was prepared for me to just be like me and um so shout out to lamp uh valencia and mo for you know allowing me to take time off but also it it looked like i didn't take time off because they all came out simultaneously. One week was Moe's, one week was Valencia, next week was uh, Lamp. And it all came out different weeks. So people probably didn't even know that I took that break during that time. Then aside from that, my guy Slim, you know, everybody know I rock with Slim. Shout out to Slim. I remember when he first, first started and we, we, we did some things together. And to watch him blossom and, and be where he's at now, it's, um, it's, it's great. It's great. Like, I love to see it. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody that doesn't disrespect the culture, takes the craft, in my opinion, very, very, very seriously. Um, hell of a worker. Um, just, just great with content, man. You know, you can't. You can knock him for a lot of things, probably, but content is not one thing you can knock Slim for. I don't, I don't know what be going on, but you can knock Slim for a lot of things, but content is is something that you won't you won't knock him for. And work ethic, you know, not for me at least. So, um, me knowing him, I was able to be on his podcast, you know, about three, four times. So I've been on podcasts and I've been in the mix. So you haven't really probably didn't notice that I wasn't putting out stuff because. Every week I'm here doing this, doing that, doing that. So, and I mean, I'm in clips. I'm putting out clips. You know what I'm saying? I'm being talked about in clips. You know what I'm saying? I, and I create my own way, my own, my own content. So, um, for the listeners that I still have right now, you know, um, if you if you aren't friends with me on Facebook, message me and get my Facebook name. I have you add me. I got a show I'm doing now on Facebook. It's a live Facebook show. It's called uh, Main and Friends, and that 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 show actually derived from 
my passion of podcasting, um, not wanting to oversaturate my my podcast, not wanting to oversaturate my page and just put a podcast up because I need to drop on Monday. I don't want to just put a podcast out because I need to drop on Monday. I want to put a podcast out because it's fire and Monday's coming up. That's 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 my mindset at all times. Like I'm always have always been over um <clears throat> have always been quality over quantity, you know. So if I if I just put one episode out in that month but it was fire and it was better than let's just say any other podcast I heard that month in in my area, you know, have you wanna label it, whoever I can can choose to be uh competition on my peers, I'm okay with that, you know, like I'm okay with that. Um but you know it's a weekly grind because podcast is a weekly weekly game. So um you know I definitely want to commend all the podcasters that uh that are whether you knew whether you've been doing it that's been uh consistently or just putting putting material out you know since i don't know when i when i stopped but since by april you know may june anybody that's been putting uh content out you know shout out to you um but i can say that uh not for nothing i don't necessarily compete with other podcasts and i i was having this conversation with somebody the other day like uh, it's no podcast in the area that I compete with um, at all. You know, I'm, I'm inspired by a few. Um, I definitely look up to some of the uh, people that do podcasts, and I definitely look at some people that do podcasts as peers. But I don't compete with any podcast like in the area at all. Um, just for the simple fact that I want everybody to you know win. Um, for one and for two i'm just i not not to shit on anybody not for not not for nothing i just feel like i'm i'm different like i'm i'm different than a lot of people and other people are different as well so don't don't take it the wrong way but i'm just a different breed uh i feel like i'm different in in what i do and for how that how i approach it and my 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 delivery on my delivery follow my approach so I just feel like I'm different in that in that sense. I'm just a different person than a lot of people also. So, you know, um, podcasting is a is a is a is a is a, is a, is a very funny funny business because for one you gotta be able to talk, not even talk like be able to enunciate and pronunciate words, but you gotta be able to be very uh, interesting. You have to people have to want to listen to you talk. It is very hard to get people to want to hear you talk. You ever have you ever have an uncle or a cousin or a friend or a coworker or whatever, and motherfuckers just talk too much. That can either be us podcasters, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they ain't talk every week. Nah, people don't do that. They support and they listen every week. So it is very hard and it's a very uh, struggle struggle grind to get people to want to listen to you week in and week out um, on different platforms on different topics. And be entertained, and 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 be amazed, and be wild, and be informed, and be hip to a lot of things you're saying. It's it's a hard thing. I don't think we look at it like that. People just think, okay, podcast, got my equipment, got my got my producer, or got this, that, third. I right, press record, put it out, cool. Let's send it to my friends. All right, that's that's that that's if that's your approach, fine. You know, no disrespect to you, but it's. It's deeper than that, and I'm not, I'm not even gonna get into how deep it is because I'm tired of talking about that. But it's deeper than that. But we talking about passion, you know. For me, um, I've actually felt it again last week. So, you know, I have the so my I got how can I say it? My hair is people like my hair. I'll say that I don't want to say good hair, bad hair. People like my hair. That's that's the political way they can say. People like my hair, right? Um, I have waves. 
I had weight since I was 13. Um, when I see somebody else with ways, and I don't like taking care of my hair no more. I don't really brush it no more like that. You know, whatever. It's just there. Now they just, the ways I have are just permanent ways from grinding over the years. It's literally zero passion in my ways at all right now. My ways are not passionate. Like, you can touch them and you can, you can feel they're not passionate <laughs> at all. But I said to say, when I do see somebody with waves, I'm not going to lie. I'll be like, dog, I got to go. I gotta brush my hair. I'll go buy a brush. I got to go get a haircut. I'll go get some grease or whatever. Like, I'll start brushing again just to feel like, do I still have it in me? Do I still got that passion? Do I still got it to where I can lay, lay my hair down and look like this and I do every time I, I, I you know, I, I rise to the occasion. So, you know, me being out, not being me out, but me being absent from athlete, like being actively putting out episodes every week and finding ways to, um, cause you know, you know, more masses about me shedding light and things in Augusta, you know, showing that it's more than the masses. So without me actively doing that, seeing who I can do, like, I wasn't even thinking about guests, none of that, I wasn't thinking about setting up, I always set up three, four guests ahead of time, so by the time y'all see people, it don't be a coincidence that y'all see them on a podcast, I've already made that connection somehow, some way, I, it's a science of how I do things, but once again, that goes back to that P word, passion, you know, so me having that allows me to get things done the way I get things done, but that's another time, that's another podcast, maybe I'll talk about it on somebody else's podcast sometime. Um, but yeah, me being away and taking a step back and just watching the podcast game in, in the area or just in Georgia period and just in around surrounding areas, people I call my peers, um, people I'm inspired by and people that I look up to that's doing it. Um, that's all I focus on. So if I'm not, if I'm not inspired by you, if you're not a peer of mine, or if, if I don't look up to you and, and or what you're doing, then you don't really count in what I'm talking about. Like you're not, you're not the scene. My, my podcast scene isn't. Just because you live in Augusta or Evans or, 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 or anywhere in Georgia and you have a podcast. That's not a podcast scene. My podcast scene are podcasts that inspire me, um, podcasts that inform me, podcasts that um, that I just like, that are entertaining, and people that are doing it right. That's my scene, you know, or, or people that I just I, I look up to. Those are, I call those my peers. And those are people I look up to. So that's my scene. That's my podcast. That's how I'm engaging it. So if you don't fit the criteria for those people, then I'm not talking about you. Right? So with that being said, when I, as I stepped back and I watched it, you know, it was so much going on. And I honestly didn't feel that itch to like, oh, I got to go do a podcast. Now, like, it's not to say that I necessarily wasn't inspired by what anybody was doing. Because I don't want to sit here and say that. Because I'll never say that about nobody craft. But... I'm just listening back and I took a step back and it didn't, me taking that step back and watching the content that was dropping and coming out, I just didn't feel it was necessary for me to rush and come back and think, okay, well, I got to hold this spot down. I got to do this. Like, it was just one of them things where I felt like, okay, cool. I can take more time off now and really come back how I want to come back and set up how I need to set up. And then, you know, aside from that, just being out and being able to take a step back and seeing how people were making the moves, seeing the moves people were making, whether it was good and bad, it allowed me to say, okay, cool, they making this move because they just they just in a rush or they just doing too much. I was able to step back, and sometimes you got to take a step back to take five steps forward. So I was able to do that. Um, I seen some people they were moving so much that they were just moving in place, you know. And it's not to me. I'm not. It's not my business. So whatever somebody doing, their podcast is that's their that's their business. I'm not into that. 
Um, but I say that to say this is my mindset, you know, going these, these last few months and why I've been, you know, doing what I'm doing. So able to get my business right, get things right, um, get feedback on things people liked and didn't like, uh, able to just keep sharing older clips and just older videos I put out, older podcasts I put out, um, making new clips on older videos and people are like, oh, what is that? And I'm showing them, is this podcast? Damn, you've been doing this since this time? So I've been able to even gain new fans of older content, take the, taking that step back to take them steps forward. I've been able to do that. So that just, I'm just, I'm saying that to say like, my, during my absence or my step back, I was able to really dig in and dive into my material and just do things how I wanted to do it and really step back and see how I wanted to approach things when I come back. And me coming back, I wasn't an itch for it. I was asked. I was reached out to. Um, if you, I know the audio isn't dropped. I'm going to drop the audio Monday most likely. But um, I'm not a political person. I was asked. I was stepped to. I was sought out in person by uh, Michael Thurman himself. Who was running for District One, um, commissioner for District One? Make sure I go vote August 11th. But uh, I was sought out by by him. Yeah, I want to do your podcast. All right, cool. We did it. He came out. We did it like eight at night in the in the slums. You know what I'm saying? Like we we on the we on that side of town. So I ain't gonna say the slums, but you know we on that side of town. You know you know what time it is. Anyway, um, so that me doing that and seeing the perception I got from it, and seeing how in X amount of days I got. Over this amount of thousand views, I'm like, damn, okay, cool. All these people hit me up, like, yo, I didn't know you did a podcast, da da da, you know. And this is just off that one off. I took two months off, two and a half months off, off that one that I didn't even push that way. I didn't crazy push it. I just shared like three, four times, put it in one group, and it went from there. Like, people hit me up, adding me on, adding me on Facebook. People I don't know from all races, like just white, black, um, Latino, whatever, you know, people I don't know that I'm not really fond of. But just like, yo, what, what is this about? And I say that to say, like, that step back I took, I put out one. And I done took two steps forward already. I already got things lined up to make money with X amount of this this person or that person. You know what I'm saying? I done got hit up from other politicians. Yo, I want to get on your podcast. Like, you can tell that I was able to make him, well, not make him, but I was able to shed a certain light on him to where people like, yo, you know what? I ain't know that he was like that. I mean, I had got texts like, yo, I ain't know man was, my man was like that. Like, I might want to vote for him now. Vote who you want to vote for. I don't, you know, that's on, that's on you. My job is to, you know, get the information out there. And I did that. And I learned a lot even through that. I learned a lot through doing these podcasts. That's another thing. My passion is always to learn something every day. If I did a podcast every day, I would learn something. Like, if I did it the right way and how I'm supposed to do it every day, I would learn something. But I said to say, like, that was my... That's my mindset. That's my that's my my thinking point of just putting out quality. That Michael Thurman um, interview was quality, not quantity. I could have easily just said, "All right, well, look, I'm gonna just hit up all the people that's running for commissioner now and do them." No, I asked people to do on Jordan Johnson. Um, I don't know if that's gonna go through or not, but we'll see. You know, if it does, great. If it doesn't, you know, still wishing the best of luck with his campaign. Um, me and Jordan are friends on Facebook. We cool. Um, I've had plenty of conversations with him, so he's a great speaker. And, you know, I wish everybody nothing but the best. But I say I like to say this. Um, you really have to have the passion to do what you're doing if you're going to do it the correct way. And it's not to say that if you don't have passion that you shouldn't be doing this. I'm not the the gates to putting out content, whether it's YouTubing, podcasting, shooting videos, vlogging, blogging, uh, writing writing 
uh, articles, but now I'm not I'm not the guy for that. Like I'm not the end all be. But I I would suggest anything you're doing, have a passion with it because it's gonna show. My passion shows. Um, like I said, taking two and a half months off and people don't even come to me and be like, yo, when the next one dropping? Like people still sharing the Reggie Middleton episode daily. They still sharing the 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 the, the Breeze Lawn and Lawn Lawn and Landscaping episode daily. Share still sharing the Bianca Callaway episode on um, the lawyer daily. As a matter of fact, I get text or call once a week, people asking me, Can you ask for this? Can you ask for this? Can you ask for this? Like people have come to me. As a, a plug to a lawyer, and I can't. I'm not the plug. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not, I'm not the plug. <laughs> right? But shout out to her, and you know, for blessing the podcast because that one has actually that being the outro to me, like stepping away and stepping back and like seeing what I was doing for the next uh, sixty to ninety days or whatever I took off was dope because that last episode was just that good, you know. And like I said, I have good mentors and, and, and peers. Um, a pair of mine, you know, Slim, uh, Kim Macon. Uh, Kim Macon's also mental, by the way. Um, this the things they they tell me, and we thing we talk about, um, in our um Facebook group chat, which we don't normally use all the time. But when somebody got some, either we, either we got a dud or something, a bomb, we 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 talking there. If it's a if it's if it stinks, we gonna talk in there. If it's fire, we gonna talk in there. Any mediocrity, any any mediocrity, we don't talk about it in that group chat. We just let, we leave it alone. But you know, me having good peers that push you to to. To succeed and, and, and do great is amazing. When I hear a dope podcast, anybody tell you, I will call you or hit you up like, yo, that was dope. Rashonda Taylor, she put a podcast out a couple weeks ago, and I just called the one. I FaceTimed like, yo, that's fire. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I am. And, um, yeah, I just want the best for everybody, my peers. You know what I'm saying? But the podcast game is definitely uh, growing in our area. It's growing in general. Every day is a new podcast. So, um, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you definitely going to get flushed out, um, Passion gonna beat popularity every time, you know. I might not have the most popular podcast, um, but I'm gonna I, I have the most passionate podcast. And if I do, then I have no doubt in my mind that it's gonna be one of the best, you know. And that's just how you gotta think about things. So um, be passionate about the things you're doing. Uh, I promise you, if you're passionate about it, you'll be free about it. You know what I'm saying? If you're not passionate, you're gonna feel like uh, you're gonna you're gonna feel it for one, and for two, you're gonna feel like a prison prisoner to to what you're doing whatever you're not passionate about you feel prisoned about i'm I, and i can tell you think about it in th- your job wherever you work at if you're not passionate about what you're doing at work or what you're doing at your job you feel like you're in prison you feel like you feel like you're a prisoner to that that system or that job be passionate if you be passionate you'll be free i guarantee you you're gonna take a break real quick so be free be passionate be passionate
Alright, alright, alright. I ain't gonna hold y'all too long, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely wanna talk about something else. Um, speaking of being free, right? This is something I always wanna talk about, but I wanted to kind of create a, a, a space for it. But I think this is a perfect space. Just, you know, giving my listeners. Um, I guess you can tell that was me, huh? I don't sound like her, do I? <laughs> Soothing song. Um, but seriously, though, I want to get into something. I want to talk about uh, uh, imperfection of mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me turn that off real quick. I want to talk about imperfection of mind. You know, um, passion. You know, is one thing. Imperfection is another thing. I think uh, with me, uh, imperfection that I have is. Um, Obviously, wanting to be perfect, to be honest with you, like wanting to be perfect. And I think a lot of people would assume that I am when you when you when you look at me from the surface. Obviously, um, nice, clean cut person. Um, don't smoke. Don't drink. You know, um, in my children's life heavily every day I see them. Um, you know, I'm just not honestly. I've, I've never, never, ever, ever. And now, God, I would not on wood. Not that I'm doing anything now, but just, you know, when you're a teenager, you do a lot of things you probably shouldn't have done. And I've done a lot of things that I definitely shouldn't have done. I can, I, 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 it's demons still haunt me to this day, you know, for some stuff. And I'm just happy that I've never been arrested, never had handcuffs put on me by a cop. I want to emphasize that by a cop, um, or by an officer, by any, uh, law enforcement. I've never been in any of that before, you know. Been questioning stuff, yeah, but never, never handcuffed or put in back of a police car. I don't know. Them, I don't know if them things smell like. I don't know what police off like police officers' uh, uniforms smell like. Nothing. So, on the surface, you look at me, you say, "Well, damn, like this is a perfect guy, like you know." But I'm here to talk. You know, nobody's perfect, you know. But um, one thing I wanted to talk about, and I guess I want to be free. Be honest with you, I want to be free. I want to be free of this, and I don't think talking about it will make it free, but I think being free of this uh, perception that, you know, you're a perfect guy, you know, you're perfect. Because it's not fair to people that know I'm not perfect. It's definitely not fair to people that know I'm not perfect. Not that I owe anybody anything. But for me, I want to talk about something right here um, that I think would definitely show a, a huge imperfection in what people may perceive me as. So um, let's get into it. So. You know, most people know me. They know I have uh, two daughters, two beautiful daughters, um, Brooke and Bailey. Um, you know, Brooke, I had Brooke at a young age. I was, what, 20 when I found out she was coming, 21 when she got when she got here. Bailey, uh, she definitely came, what, five years later. So, you know, I had time um, to grow as a person, um, as a parent, and just perfect things or, or, you know, try things out with Brooke and uh, hopefully, you know, do better with Bailey. But before that, that's a, that's a huge skip, huge step. So before all, I want to get into um, things that people may not want to talk about, you know. But for me, I'm going to talk about it. Um, it's a big difference than when uh, Brooke was born than when Bailey was born. When Brooke was born, when I found out having Brooke, or when I found out that her mom was pregnant with her, um, that day I found out, it's a funny story, but I ain't going to get into that right now. I don't want to get into that because I'm trying to get into imperfection. I feel like if I talk about that, it's kind of masking what I want to talk about in general. But uh, it's a funny story today. Maybe one if y'all if y'all want to know the story today, I will definitely do a podcast on the story today, and you let me know. But long story short, 
I was happy when I found out Brooke was coming. Very, very happy. Excited, rather. Um, just on a cloud, like, yo, this is crazy. I'm really bringing in a human being into this world. Um, was that, I don't think I was even scared. My support system has always been dope throughout life. I wasn't scared. I, I I didn't think, and I was I was always, I was always the authoritative figure. I was always the person in charge. So I felt like I had been through it all my life. I got I'm the, I'm the oldest of three. My dad left me when I was seven. I lived in Brooklyn, New York, Bushwick Ave. Um, very very tough place. So you know, 98, 99, 2000, 2001. I'm on my own out there. You know what I'm saying? I had to. One one thing I always wanted to do was I never wanted to be that person where somebody say. I'm going to get my brother, and they be like, go get your effing brother. Like, I wanted to be that person where, like, when they say, I'm going to get my brother, it's a res- you got to be scared, but it's a respect level there. So I say that to say that me saying that, you know, my dad left at 7, so I'm 89, 10 years old, trying to make sure that my sister can tell people this my brother, and it's a respect level there, if that makes sense. Take that how you will. So I wasn't scared to bring a life into the world. Uh, at the time, I didn't know what all it took. I thought I did, but I didn't know what all it took. So it was it was a, a it was a sense of of not knowing. So I wasn't scared. Cause I didn't know. I wasn't scared. Cause I didn't know what all it took to to be a dad. And when it when I had to do it, I just did it. So even with me doing it, I never really stepped back and said, "Damn, I do this, 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 this." Because it wasn't always like that. Like I said, it's a trial and fail. Parenting is def- definitely difficult. So um, Brooke was just a different case. I had We had a huge support system with Brooke. Um, I went through some very, 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 very rough times with Brooke. And like I said, I'm not here to talk about Brooke. So I want to I wanna just preface what I'm talking about to tell you my mindset of having her versus my mindset of Bailey coming, right? So with that being said, you know, I want to get into the, to, to Bailey. So... Now I know what it takes to be a dad. Like I got a steady job at this time, um, making some good money. Um, got a nice car. You know, I'm just paying bills. You know what I'm saying? Like things I'm doing versus the things I was doing then, kind of the same, but amplified. More money, more responsibilities, and my outlook on life is different. I know what I can and can't do, what I need and what I don't need. I know this now. So, you know, Bailey. I found out, you know, uh, Bailey's mom is pregnant with Bailey. And I'll be honest with you, I always feel like shit to this day because I was not happy. Like I was, it just, it wasn't the same. When I found out about about Bailey, about, about Brooke, or that she was pregnant with Brooke, it was, you know, we was together, so it was different. One of them things was like, you need together somebody, it's like, ah, right, we can tackle this together. You can't be, you can't even be weak, or you can't be like, I don't want this because it's a joint thing. At this time, we weren't together. So I still, I was still on some, you know, on my own type thing. And, you know, she probably was on her own type thing too. You know, I don't really know what, what she was on, but I was on my own type thing. So I'm like, damn, I can't, I can't do two kids. Like, no, this is, I already spoil you, bro. I can't spoil another girl. I can't spoil another kid at that. Not even a girl, just another kid. Cause at the time you don't know what you have in boy or girl. Um, tough time, man. I promise you it was a tough time. You know, it just was like, I remember, I remember being told. And we didn't, we, we sat on a sofa and didn't speak for like, I swear to God, no lie to you, maybe like an hour, maybe more than an hour. It was just silence. No good, no bad, nothing, just like silence. I remember just dazing off, like, get the fuck out of here. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, and um, that's just real time, in real time, I'm telling you how my mindset 
and I just didn't want to believe it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely, I didn't want no, I didn't want another kid. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna lie to nobody. I did not want another kid. I can only speak on my behalf. I can't speak on anybody else's behalf. It's not my place. But I will say, like back then at that time, if I had, if I had had a choice, I would probably only have one kid. That's just how much I didn't want another kid at the time. I just didn't want another one. Like no, I cannot do this because at this point now I know what it takes, the effort it takes, the money it takes, the t- how time consuming it is. Like I didn't, I knew how that from zero months to twelve months. That's not being it. Like the the crawling, the the walking, like all that. I knew all this took a lot of energy, a lot of time consumption, um, a lot of me, a lot of energy, just a lot of everything. I knew what it would take, and I'm like, dog, I do not have that, or I didn't want to have it. Like, I just didn't want it. Like I knew what it took at this time. I know the responsibility. I know what I know what the the playing field is like. With this, I know what a life means and what it and what it what it what it can do to you. So at this point, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want it. I just don't want it. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I just wasn't I wasn't even the best person at this time. Just to keep it a hundred with anybody, I wasn't even the best person. And what I mean by that is, um, just to compare, Brooke, I missed one appointment, and that wasn't even a missed appointment. It was because I was I was working in Greenville, South Carolina, at the time, and I was out there. And I think uh, she just had to go because something was wrong. And she went. I, I missed it. I remember how I felt even missing that. Like, fuck. Like, she had to drive by herself. She had to get out the car. You know, all this stuff that she had to do by herself. And it's a, not a self thing. A, 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 a kid or a pregnancy is not a self thing. You don't get pregnant by yourself. I remember how I felt at that time. Um, fast forward to this time. Like, I missed a few appointments. I'm not. I can't say how many. Like I don't know. Maybe four or three or something like that. But that's still to me a lot because I shouldn't have missed any. At this time, I know what it takes. I know how. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that it weighed a toll on you. I knew that it wasn't a self thing. Still, even more now. I'm older. I'm wiser now. So even if I knew this when I was 20, how do I know? How don't I know this at 27, 26? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by like imperfection I, I i was just i just wasn't a good person um at the time i wasn't being a great person i wasn't being the person that i knew i could be at the time because i was so caught up on not wanting what was coming to me what was coming my way what was coming to the world not wanting it that i wasn't able to assess the situation at the time or or, or take a step back like i said in the podcast earlier i wasn't i wasn't passionate about this i wasn't passionate about this life coming into the world. I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't passionate about the fact that I'm about to have a second child. I wasn't passionate about that. I, I just, I dreaded it. I didn't want to think about it at all. I tried to, oh my God, I tried to do so many things, take my mind off it. You know what I'm saying? I try not to argue a lot. I just ignored people, ignored. I had so many problems during this time. I was spazzing on people. I took a lot of stuff out on people that I'm, I'm glad I was able to repair those relationships now, but Oh God! People talked to you until I, I was—I mean, spazzing like cursing people out in their face, like men, women, all that. Like I lost friends at the time, wasn't speaking to people. I was wild. Like I—it just wasn't one of them things. I just was not trying to embrace. Wasn't passionate about it at all. And um, you know, one of the people that you know also got the short end of the stick was you know my child's mom because here it is—you going through it and you done been through it with this person already. Like she already done been through it with me. When I was passionate about it, when I was into it, 
You know what I'm saying? When I didn't feel like I was a prisoner to this situation. I felt prison to this situation. I felt like every time I went to an appointment, I was just being dragged along. I felt like I was doing it just because I didn't want to hear anybody's mouth. Not because it was my child. I wanted I wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to hear what was going on. I was I wanted to be concerned with what was going on. Sometimes I went there and I would just I would I wouldn't even be there sometimes. That's how much of a bad person I just was at the time, to be honest with you. I wasn't I wasn't there. Now I felt like I never gave her the I never gave her the chance to enjoy that pregnancy at all. I don't feel like that was an enjoyable pregnancy. Brooke, yeah, hell yeah. Brooke was oh everybody loved it. It was a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Bailey, no. It was just not it just wasn't it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable at all to nobody, I don't think. Um, even how people found like I didn't even tell people. Some people found out that I was having a baby the day I posted the picture of her being born, which oh back that killed me to do. It killed me. I was so excited at that moment because at the moment you're not thinking, like you just like I see this this life in my hands and I'm just like, damn. And you take the picture and you're like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm in awe. But still not even thinking like, damn, yo, you didn't even you didn't get us a proper shout out. Like people don't even know this is going. People that knew knew out of some some other nonsense that had happened. That's how people knew. So it wasn't even like I was just going around telling people like, oh yeah, having a baby. Even my manager stuff. I'm like, yo, I gotta take a week off, man. You know, I'm um, having a baby. What? What? When? What? I just it was something I didn't speak of. Like I just it's almost like I didn't really think it was gonna happen. Like I was gonna wake up one day and it just wasn't gonna happen. So. Um, and that's my mindset. I was in a bad place. So I can only, and I'm not saying this to want to, for pity because if I was in a bad place now that I think about it and I'm older and I'm able to step back and see how I was, I can only imagine the place that the person carrying that child was in. I remember, I remember the, the conversation we had and the arguments, not even argument, just conversation we had. Cause I wasn't, I'm not even a talk when I'm upset. I don't even talk to keep it a buck with you. And when I'm upset, I don't even talk. So Imagine talking to somebody who, you know, trying to get through to somebody who just don't want to be gotten through to. Like, I didn't want to be able to be gotten gotten to. Like, I would, I would, I would, I wasn't the best person. I wasn't answering questions. I'd be quiet. You talk me for an hour. I answer two questions. I'm acting like you bothering me. Like that was my mind. My 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 energy was just awful, awful energy at this time. It was just terrible energy. It was it was horrible. Um. It was horrible. It was horrible. I tried to do so many things and take my mind off of what what life was really doing or what, what was going on in life for real. Um, that honestly, I missed out on probably what could have been a beautiful nine months that I can talk about to my child. Now I dread every day. Like, damn, at some point I gotta tell this this little girl that loves me that I love her all my heart. Now, of course, I oh, love her, I love her to death. Uh, my twin. And now you and now anybody listening, you know why she looks so much like me. You know what I'm saying? Like I can laugh about it now, but it's not it's not funny. But you know why she looks so much like me. You could just imagine things I'm saying. Just imagine any situation where it's like, yeah, she probably hated your ass, and that that's definitely what it was. I'm not I'm 100 percent sure. I know that. Um, but with that being said, you know, I just feel like at some point I'm gonna have to tell this 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 girl that that it's my heart that I'm her heart like that loves me so much like. Baby, it wasn't always this way, and that's gonna kill me. Like that's that's the part I want to be free from. I, I honestly, I dread the day, but I hope the day comes, and I hope it's 
a good day that and I could just let let it let it go. Hope that it's a it's a day where she's in a very understanding mood or mode. Because I remember my mom my pops told me one day, he was like he told me, he's like, I don't want no kids when I had you. Like, his delivery was horrible, by the way. My pop's delivery was fucking horrible how he told me that he didn't want to have me. It was horrible. I almost cried. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn, nigga, like, the fuck? Like, we look like we, just, we, we twins, nigga, you, you know? But older now, I can understand, especially now, being through what I went through, I can understand what, he, what he's saying, but his delivery was horrible. But I know at some point, I got to tell this little girl, like, I love you to death with all my heart. I would do anything for you. But there was a time in my life where if it was my choice, you wouldn't be here. And that's 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 something I feel prison to every day. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that knew me, I, I didn't even post pictures like that of her when she first first was born. I would take pictures. I wouldn't post I posted when she first was born, just kinda of throw it out there like, hey, this is going on. But I didn't post pictures of her like that because I felt like we didn't have no connection because of me being so distant during her whole nine-month process of being formed or cooking, rather, you know, rather to say, you know, I felt distant. Um, I felt like she felt, I felt like she knew, like, nigga, you didn't want me. You know, I felt, I felt like you could feel, I felt like she knew. I felt like there was no passion in our relationship i feel like i had to work very 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 hard to even uh create that bond that i wanted with her and i got it now don't get me wrong i got it now i got it it took a minute took like maybe six months i honestly would say it took about six months um it took about six months for me to really be like yo she loved me you know what i'm saying like because when i got off i one thing i I, over, I tried to overcompensate for them nine months and you can't do that you know i tried to we wasn't together. We and we we definitely not together now. We wasn't together then. Um, but I tried the best to do something where when I got off work, I went over there. Like I stayed somewhere else, paying rent somewhere else. But I would come over there every night, bring food. I sleep on the floor because there was no other beds. You know, we just I sleep on the floor um, with Brooke. You know what I'm saying? Because Brooke is a daddy's girl. She would love to sleep with me and try to help out as much as I can because I worked and she didn't work. So I try to help out as much as I can. So I'm getting off work, you know, 10 o'clock, 10.30, staying up to like 2, 3 in the morning with the baby if she's crying, da-da-da. And I tried to overcompensate, but you can't do that, you know. But I felt like them times me staying up was so late because I couldn't get in for a sleep. I feel like with no relationship there, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she knew, like, nah, nigga, I'm going to give it to you. You know what I'm saying? For all them, all them nights that you ain't, you ain't want to be around or, you know what I'm saying, you was acting the ass or I feel like I was being punished, you know what I'm saying? For those nine months, um, that I was I was shitty, um, and I wasn't shitty all nine months. Don't get me wrong, like, I, I made some points. Don't get me wrong, but at one point, my sister had to text me, and she sent me some long ass message, and pretty much just saying like, I expect different from you, not you, and that shit hurt. That hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. Like, to be honest with you, I can walk y'all through it. This is a very damn. This is a very um intimate podcast. I feel like my my eyes getting watery, but you know, I can walk y'all through. It. I remember driving down um. Martintown Road. I'm going to Augusta because my daughter's mom was like, we want to talk. She want to talk. Because I think I had missed an appointment the day before that. And she was really mad. But I was at work. This was nothing I missed on purpose. I didn't know. But because I wasn't passionate, I didn't have that knowledge. And I wasn't asking questions. So it still reverts back to being my fault regardless, right? I'm driving. get this long text. I see it. 
and she just spazzed out. My sister just spazzing, you know, saying, you know, pretty much you're supposed to be a better man than this. You know, I expect it different from you. It's not, it's not a brother I know. I won't have no brother out here not doing this. And pretty much put me in my place and tell me the real shit. Tell me real shit. And I never, I never responded to that text. I responded with behavior, though. I'm not, I will, I will say that. From, I never, I never missed another appointment after that. And anything she needed, I got, you know, after that. And I was more um, engaged after that. Still not so much passionate. But me being a, a human being, me being a man and knowing what I had to do, I did what I had to do. Whether my passion was there or not, I did what I had to do. I'll take it a step further. I was actually talking to somebody at this time. And they even told me, like, yo, we ain't talking if, you ain't, if you're not doing this. If you're not going to go to that girl appointment, like, and I felt like shit because nobody should ever have to tell me what I have to do as a man. I just, I, I've been here before. I've done this. I have a child. I have a daughter already. I was there for every single thing. I remember telling her the appointments during the first pregnancy. I remember telling her, like, yo, we have to go ahead this day. It's this time. No, it's this time. I remember her mom on the phone, like, oh, he's excited. She didn't know I was excited about the first kid. Like, she didn't know. She thought, that, you know, I'm young. Like, he probably mad. She thinking that she got to be the, the, the backbone for her daughter. But, no, it was me. And I'm probably, I'm pretty sure that, you know, at the time, with the second go round, she's thinking that, She's going to get that person, but that person was no longer there. And um, I'm just kind of walking out through an imperfection that I have. And this is just letting, like, letting loose on things. I don't, I don't talk about this. This is not I want to talk about. This is not an a, a easygoing conversation. It's not an easy thing to talk about. A time when you wasn't shit, it's not easy to talk about. Um, But, yeah, so it took a minute for me to even get that, 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 that itch. You know, I remember leaving sometimes, going to work, and, not wanting to be at work like I want to be my daughter. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'd say it took about six months. I was there every day, though. I seen it every day. But it took a long time. I remember her crying, never wanting to come. Like, it was new. Never not wanting to be in my arms when she crying, but wanting to be with her mom. But like I said, I felt like I was being punished for whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, I, and, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. But I wasn't passionate. When I started to be passionate about that, about having that life and, and being able to, take care of that life and being that father figure, that male figure in that life and showing it, showing, showing her love, then that's when things, you know, really changed. I had to really be all in. And, um, when I did that, I, I, I can feel, I felt when she missed me. I felt when I, when I came from work or when I, when I seen her later on in the day or whenever I pull up and go see her, how she reached for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm reaching for me like that. That's, that, that let me know, like, okay, it's, I'm getting it now, you know what I'm saying? You know, me playing Anita Baker on my snap and holding her and rocking her to sleep, like, I'm like, okay, you know, that I'm getting back to me. Like, they, those, are things I, those are things that I would have normally done when I was myself. But, like I said, nobody's perfect. So, at this time, this time period, but I'm depressed and all the other stuff, which it don't matter. Like I said, it's life and bringing it to the world. You strap your boots up and you go out there and you be a man. And when I did that, Things change, you know, and right now, like I said, you can't separate us two. That's like my heart, you know what I'm saying? My ba- Brooke, too, but you know, Bailey's just a, a different case because you know, I feel like her the t- for the when she got to this world, yeah, I loved her for the minute I saw her. I'm not gonna lie about that. Like, it was not hard for me to love her. That gear switched the minute I seen her, it switched like boom. I want, you know. When I find out having a girl, that really changed it, to be honest with you. So it's so bad. When I find out having a girl, I'm like, okay, cool. Not that a boy would have made me like F it, but I'm just saying when I find out having another girl, I'm like, all right. 
heart, you know, my, my heart was like, oh, um, it's melted. Like, oh, the girl, you know what I'm saying? I wonder how she's going to look. Then I started to be, become a little passionate about what was going on. But like I said, it was a time period, not all nine months. I ain't going to say, say all nine months, but it was a time period. I don't care if it was two months. It was a time period where I was, I just wasn't a good person. And I should have been. And that's the impression I have. And that's something that uh, it haunts me because I know at some point I have to talk about this. Whether it, whether it be with the, my, 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 my daughter's mom, whether it be with my daughter, you know, I have to talk about this at some point. And this is the first time I'm actually talking about it in that in depth like this and just going through. I remember calling Skinny my best friend, my best friend. And I, I had lacked communication with him because even he wasn't even the first person I told. Like when I found out, it took me a long time to even tell him. I wish I had the time when I told him. When I told him, I already knew. But I was just so, I was so gone from reality and just from, I just wasn't a good person. But I just wasn't, I wasn't me. I wasn't passionate. Um, and I was a prisoner to saying, I'm going to not, I'm going to act like this doesn't exist. And that's just what it was. Like there's no way, there's no other way to put it. Um. But yeah, like I said, now you know I, I, I'm, you know, I I step back and I assess things like a time like that. I definitely make you think about life and the things you do and the things you say, and I don't never want to be in that situation again. Being that I don't know, being that dark space again ever in my life. But I definitely want to be in such a dark space where the actions I'm doing or the moves I'm making aren't stand up moves, aren't. Man moves, you know what I'm saying? I'm 100% man. I don't cry. I'm not saying that men can't cry. Um, I ain't cried since I was about 13. I will take it back. I'm a, this last intimate thing I'm gonna share with y'all. I'm lying. I did cry one time, but last time I cried before that was 13. And just to kind of wrap all this up, it was during that time. It was during that time, and it was something my daughter said to me, and that shit fucked me up. Right, and I remember being. I would go in the house, go in the house because she's pregnant. I'm going. I would go in the house, and I would skip power and just go see Brooke and just go in the room, go in Brooke's room. Brooke had her own room. Go in Brooke's room and stay there the whole time, not talk to her mom, not talk to her, nothing like that. Right, and we was talking about something, and I was like, and she was like, "Daddy, can you do X, Y, Z?" You know, we talking. I'm like, "Nah, nah." She said, "You gotta do it." I, said, I don't want to do it. She said, "Well, no, you can't do it." I said, "Actually, mom." She said, "Mommy can't do it because." She got a baby in her belly. And I remember thinking like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Your daughter is, was she five at the time? 2011, baby born 2016. Your daughter is four. Four and some change. And she has to tell you, hey, you have to do this because my mom is pregnant. She knew her pregnant at the time and she just didn't know none of that stuff. She knew what I mean. She just knew that it was a baby in her mother's belly. That's what she knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... And that shit fucked me up for um that whole day. That whole day. And that time I said my 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 my, my uh, sister texted me and I was driving to my daughter's mom house to talk to her. We had talked about, you know, me missing an appointment, just how she felt. And she she laid her stuff on the line. That was the only time I think that's the only time since I was thirteen or twelve that I've that I cried. And I don't say cry, I'm not saying cry like boohooing, but Tears dropping down my eyes that I just couldn't stop because it was in that moment we used to converse and I'm like, yo, I'm trying to tell her. I can't get it out because, you know, I'm trying to be emotional. I'm like, I never, ever wanted my kids to have to go through what I went through. And what I mean by that is, like I told you, I'm different. I'm not like other people. 
not saying my, my story is totally different, but I was seven, my pops left. I lived in a rough ass neighborhood. I went outside since I was eight, nine years old on my own. Like not on my own, but just going outside, you know, cruising the cruising the very, very bad area. And what I mean by that is I always feel like I never got to be a kid. I never got to be your average ten year old, your average eleven year old. I remember my twelfth birthday, my people was like, Why you don't care about your birthday? And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to make sure we we good at home. That's why I don't care about my birthday. This money is going to my mom. Like, I'm just I was just different. I wasn't I'm not like everybody else. So I felt like I never got to be live that childhood life. And people always say, You feel like you too cool for you too cool for this. No. This is me all my life. When I was 10, I was too cool for certain things because I just felt like I was always older than 10. So I'm saying to say, like, I never wanted my kids to have to not be a kid. I never want my kids to have to grow up so soon. I felt like 7, 8 had to grow up very, very fast. I had to be be okay with all that shit switching. No more, no more crazy money. I would get $7, $8 a day just to go, now I'm getting a dollar, making that stretch. You know, you buy something at 50 cent, you asked out every day. You know what I'm saying? So circumstances just changed in my life very quickly, and I had to adapt to that. So that allowed that didn't allow me to really be a kid like I wanted to be a kid. Like I said, I was big on respect. So I fought a lot when I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I always had, I had to because if you don't, it's going to walk over you. I said to say, like, I never wanted my daughters or none of my kids, any if I have more kids or whatever, whether I had sons, I never want them to, I always said, I don't want them to grow up too quick. I want them to be kids. If you seven, be seven. You eight, be eight. I don't want them to be older. So for her to be four and a half and have to tell me that, I felt like I was doing a shitty, fucking piss poor job of reaching my goal of not having your kids grow up, you know what I'm saying, when they don't have to. Because a four year and a half, four and a half year old, or four year old, almost five year old, shouldn't be telling a twenty six year old, "Well, you need to do this because you got somebody pregnant and they can't do it." It's what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. So I wasn't. I just wasn't passionate. So my 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 reason for this podcast is to kind of get to the people and just talk. I ain't doing it in a long time. I know people love when I do my podcast alone, but like I said, I was really in dark dark space. I spazzed out on people. Um, that I wish I didn't spaz out on. I, I I made bigger issues out of nothing. Um, I just did a lot of, and I mean, sometimes I, I won't talk about. It, I just did a lot of wild stuff. Uh, I didn't do nothing like abusive to nobody. Thank God, you know, nothing like hitting the women or like that. But um, I definitely, definitely had some very very bad energy built up in me and around me. So I was not the greatest person to be around unless I wasn't thinking about. What was, what was going on in life I was thinking about other stuff I could turn it off and just joke and laugh But when I started thinking about that I was in a, I was in a, a bad space But um, I would I would recommend um, Passion with anything I recommend you be passionate With anything that you do I recommend uh, passion Because I don't recommend Prison I don't recommend you feeling prison Feeling like a prisoner to anything I don't recommend uh, dark spaces, dark places, dark clouds. I don't recommend you having a sulk and dark and bad energy. I recommend uh, love. I recommend being in a a positive mind state, being in a a, a a positive aura, being a positive aura. I recommend those things, and I recommend beauty and just life. I recommend all of that, and um, yeah. So I don't know. That that's kind of you know. That's kind of where I, where I'm at with it, you know. Um, 
I don't I hope I didn't lay too much on y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely not a perfect person. So if anybody that has ever put me in that realm, or if you know me, I know you, if anybody know me, they know I'm not perfect. But if you put me in that realm, please do not put me in. Take me out ASAP. ASAP. Oh God, that was a lot. I feel. Uh, I feel free, man. I feel free. I feel relieved. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders just telling y'all this. Oh, God. Um, um <laughs> this this song is just soothing, man. It's a soothing song. Hopefully, y'all, y'all was able to see my art in this podcast. You know, just be passionate, man. Um, passionate is being free. Don't be a prisoner to anything. Um, the less passion you have, the more of a prisoner you're going to feel like to anything you're doing. Um, hopefully, you know, you got to know a little bit more about me as a person. Um, I'm okay with sharing my imperfections. I'm okay with sharing times where I wasn't such a great person. Um, I'm a good person overall. I'm a great person overall. Um, learn experience. With uh, age comes wisdom. With wisdom comes better decision making. So, you know, um, make sure y'all go like Main and Slim on Facebook, Mortal Masters Podcast on Facebook, and um, give me feedback, man. Text me, write this in your notes, send me a screenshot of some feedback. I'll read the next podcast. Let me know if you like these solo joints. Let me know if you like my music selection. We out.